0: Thank you. So we're setting up the guardians for the four distinctions. And uh, Mateusz was talking about feedback. And I was, pr- I was in- suggesting or proposing sharing that feedback is not a popular, it doesn't really work anymore. What we're doing instead is proposals. We don't do feedback. Feedback is taken over by gremlin too much. So we don't do feedback anymore. We do proposals. So Mateusz, did you have a proposal? You you guardian for proposal excellent cut, israel you're getting you're getting lucky here okay we need one more okay
1: the, the being centered being centered center. yes
0: excellent who would, who's going to be guardian for being centered then yeah gabriela okay so gabriela do you want to check you want to make sure we all have our center grounding cord in bubble then yes go ahead
2: I invite we to check our energetic if our energetic center are enough our physical center right now. And the count of three, we say out loud the color of our ground card. One, two, three. Minus. Three. Three. Thank you. And with <laughs> another problem. clicker, we click. Thank you. With another clicker, we click our personal bubbles that separate our personal informations from the world.
0: Great, thank you. All right, we have we have four guardians of distinctions, and we're ready to go. So, there's a a kind of ecstasy that comes from creating. How many people know what I'm talking about? Many people know this ecstasy from creating. Okay, thank you. All right. So in the the possibilitator training is only about creating. Uh, and, and this has been true since the beginning. And what we found out when in portugal this a couple weeks ago we did the heal from school lab in portugal and we discovered that everybody was still in school and even people who had jobs or had their own businesses or were mothers or fathers or who had children and people you would think that were either working in the world or had some kind of uh bridge building capacity going on building bridges to next culture they were they were still stuck in school in so many ways and so i uh it was a surprise and very painful to discover how much people were still in school but it's it's this it's the same thing as what could happen in a possibilitator group is that we come into the group and, and because there's people, there's people meeting that it's not about work or, you know, we're not at a bar, whatever. It's, it's gotta be school. There's only so many places we can go to. And so the the question is uh, how What are your practices for for being out of school? So I would like to spend about three minutes, if you would write in your beat book, what your possibilitator practices are. The ones that you're doing yesterday, today, and tomorrow. What are your actually the... So we can talk about our possibilitator practices. You know, it's not possible to practice 150 things at the same time, really. You need about three or four, and, and so I'm asking if you write down three or four of the practices that you're trying right now. I'll shut up for a minute.
3: About one more minute, please.
0: Okay. So I, I feel glad to see some of you have written your mixed culture title or however you want to call it, the, an identity that you have about what you are that's not recognized, not defined in modern culture terms. You, know, you didn't write, I'm a fireman, I'm a police officer, I'm a school teacher. You know you wrote things like unfolding essence or the guard of inter- integrity, creator, recreator of presence. I don't even know what a des bravadora is. What is a des bravadora?
4: It is trailblazer.
0: Ah, cool. <laughs> An essence trailblazer. Okay, so this is super. I'm I'm going to suggest a new practice. For the next, however, whenever you want to do it, which is to write one of your practices, the practice that's most important for you when you go into the meeting. So, I mean, just for myself, the practices that I'm working on are having a very small now and making up no stories at all, zero stories. And then particular, making no assumptions on them, assumptions, zero assumptions. And what I've noticed so far in my practice just today and the last week when I've been practicing these things is, for example, there was a lady in the house where we're staying who was projecting her father and her ex-partner on me 100%. And she was screaming at me. Uh, that I, it was all my fault, and I was doing horrible things to her, and I was not a human being. So she was screaming these things at me with complete conviction enough to burn me at the stake. and And so that for me to have a very small now and to make no assumptions and make no stories, even though that was happening right in front of me with somebody who's been practicing possibility management theoretically, for eight years or something she claimed then that was it's not an easy thing it's not an easy practice so practices are not easy by their very nature a practice is not easy in fact Lee Lozowick one time I gave a talk and I gave a talk about going orthogonal so orthogonal means to go out of the normal space it means ortho means um, like 90 degrees. So it's a 90 degree angle out of the ordinary space. I was talking about that as a, as a tool or a practice so that you don't get fall asleep in the space. So you don't just get hypnotized into the beliefs or attitudes or the limitations of the current space. And you have this capacity to go ortho, orthogonal, which means to go directly out of the space like this. And what what Lee Lazowick said when he heard that, he said, practice is orthogonal to the space. Whatever space you're in, practicing is going to be 90 degrees perpendicular to that space <clears throat> because it, because spaces in general are designed for comfort or designed to come for competition, to just to see who's better or worse or just like school and all those things, who's got the most whatever. So this is what ordinary spaces are. practice is orthogonal to the space. And so the the question is, what I'd like to talk about your practices for, I'd like to hear what you're practicing. So would somebody like to share what you're practicing and how, give me an example of uh, any of the chances the last day or so you had to practice what you were practicing. And the four guardians, please stay awake. Four guardians, please stay awake. Thank you. Who would like to share about the practices?
1: Me. Go ahead. One of the practices that I'm doing is speaking from the unknown. And speaking every, from the unknown, yes. Yes. And every time that I had a that I have a chance like yesterday doing videos or today holding space to HP Are holding space to um, uh, the the training journey that I'm doing with Gabriella. We're holding space with Gabriella. I'm like starting the things without without getting out the concept, without knowing what I would will say, and it's like it's amazing. It's been really ecstatic. seeing that I can rely in in something that is not my mind, like the, that I can rely in some another, another source. So yeah, it's been, it's been really amazing and, and, and more than nothing it's giving me a lot of clarity for my life and distinctions for my life that are not useful to my box. Like it's not the same kind of distinctions that I, I always hit and the same kind of perceptions that I, I always hit. I'm going octagonal, I'm going to another way to see the, the, yeah, the things that happen in my life. Cool. Thank you. Gabriela,
0: how is it for you to, you said, he said you guys were working together. How is it for you to be with Israel when you don't know what he's going to say next?
2: It was scared because I'm doing this practice too. So oh, wow While sometimes we we are holding space for ho- space spaceholder skills, and sometimes he brings something totally through a no and I comes up the a big fear of how can I interact as a co spaceholder with what he brings to the space, and what I realize that it's for me, it was really important to practice my center and the presence in the little now, because while he was started if i let if I let my fear come unconscious, I could st- and sometimes happen actually, I started to think about what he was saying, and I started to enter in a mental mode and yeah. thinking about what i gonna say to to complete or to keep going in this space and evolve in this space. And it was this wonderful practice to keep my center, keep present, and keep using this sphere to, to navigate and do the, the next step.
0: To not what? I missed a word. To not to, what? I don't know. Navigate. Um, navigate. Navigate. Ah, to navigate. Sorry, navigate. thank you. Yes. Okay. Thank you.: Thank you. Thank you. And Israel, how is it for you to be with Gabriella, who is not who's able to navigate a space with you where you are not using your mind as the source, using the unknown as the source? How is it for you to to work with Gabriella with that? Because she's doing the same practice, she said.:
3: <laughs> Yeah.
1: the the space that was the first space that we held together, and was was like was really surprising for me because I had this fear before of okay I never held the space with her and I have a proposal for you Israel yeah. is that okay Yes. there's
0: a way there's a way that when you tell a story that you put a spin on it and the spin is that makes you, it makes you smile. It makes you kind of look like a teenager and being ecstatic or excited and you're smiling. So you're smiling, excited, and being quote unquote ecstatic. But mm-hmm. it's, it's, it puts a spin on your communication that I, it makes it not believable. Makes mm-hmm. us think. makes me think that you're in a fantasy world or that you're naive. Or you're doing the Israel thing again. You're gonna do an Israel speech again, one where he's so excited and so so amazing, everything's so amazing, and you're smiling about it when you say that. So I have a proposal. My proposal is for you to tell the story without that spin. Mm-hmm. To stop, at least for this meeting, not to use that spin. You can be just as just as energetic you know, just as energized, just as clear, just as loud, but without putting this energetic spin on it, where you have the smile on your face and you're, you're like laughing at your own jokes. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? That's just a proposal. What do you, yes. you, you accept the proposal or you decline the proposal?
1: Yeah, I accept. Thank you for bringing this to consciousness. I Like I had this, this not clear feedback for the persons, but it's energetic feedback of what you say. And so I'm I will glad be- to-
0: I will be the guardian of that practice. Okay. So if you're speaking and you start seeing this go up means you're doing it.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: Yes. So yes. go
1: ahead, please. I had this fear for not knowing also how it would be hold space with Capriella that I, I never held before. And and especially because we are we are in a long journey of relationship, me with her of getting we two in our centers together because we we meet in a in a different circumstances where I had this hierarchical thing and since a while we are working like hard for the two parts to to work in that and I enjoy it a lot being like I, I finished the space really glad and joyful for seeing how go, going from the unknown and also seeing her going from the known and we too discovered things that we never talked about before, make it so more connected, the, yeah, the connection between us, like make it more easy. I think that easy the, the way, but easy the, the process of keeping our centers, because it was not the boxes relating for being from the known the the space was being held for something that was not only our box so the the usually process that we are in our box together don't appears there because it was not our box held in the space
2: and i i want to add something that comes up is i what comes was this space needed because if what wasn't the thing of my box and what I want to say next, what comes through a no, because I know it's 90 to 90% of what exists, it was exactly what the space needed from what I was speaking. So experience, especially holding space, speak through a no, there is this quality of bring what is what is needed.
3: Thank you
0: so what you're what you're telling me is an experiment that I will share with other people which is this if if two people are able to speak even in ordinary life from the unknown then it is not the box relating it's not the yes. box relating anymore So all of a sudden, you get more intimacy, more more presence and more intimacy, uh, because the box is not speaking from the known. Yes. And I think that's a big secret for many people who, and even in daily life, in relationships, speak from the known. And then it's the box speaking, and then you have a box-to-box relating going on, which is box level intimacy and and i think i think you may have had the experience of if even one person does not speak from the known the other person i mean is not so easy to get hooked they're not so easy to be hooked like if, so if one person is speaking from the unknown the this the person who's speaking from their box doesn't have anything to hook onto. It's not they can hear the words, they can see the feelings, they get the communication, they get the possibilities, they're they're being with, beings are being with, but the speaking is coming from the unknown. And this the person who who doesn't actually yet know how to speak from the unknown, they still cannot do this reactivity box-to-box reaction as normal. So it's a really powerful. Uh, experiment to keep trying, especially in your daily life, not only in, when you're doing a talk or something.
1: Cool, thank you. Thank you. I, oh. I would say something that is, I'm glad for this feedback of the spinning is my own thing because I noticed that, that is for my box. And then I, I, I was starting to do a sharing from my box. And then when I got the consciousness to don't do the spinning thing, Then came some distinction, some discovery that I didn't have it before. So, yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Who would like to share their practice next? Me. Marcelo, go ahead
5: and I'm, I'm trying to changing my identity uh sometimes and mainly uh, this is the proposal we we did in the uh, the another team of possibilitators uh, of part of possibilitators and this is a way to 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 not not be on on the on the low drama and I'm doing this with my son and, and my family and my, my, my wife. And what, what I learning about this and that I can choose sometimes uh, just to change. And this, this, these sometimes have a feedback like, Oh, what, what are you doing? You, 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 are, you are crazy. What you are you doing? Is, is, this is not no sense with what you're doing now. And sometimes it's just a, a behavior. Like uh, yesterday, I, I was in, the, in a cow and I just get a, a spoon and put like this in front of me and another person look to the, the, the spoon and I, I don't know why I, I, I was doing this, but uh, she why what what why do you doing this? So I say just to get your attention. Thank you. And this uh, this is telling me it's an opportunity to to change the change the the energy of the space. And I'm 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 researching something like this: how to change the energy of the space to another energy that I want to to suspend.
0: Marcelo, can you describe the other energy that you want to create in the space? The other energy that you want to go to.
5: It's about the creation, the the energy of of discovering, the energy of. Uh, uh, not not be on the on the, the 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 business as usual way in in our conversation, and so I want to be in in moment, I mean, It's it's extraordinary moments, not ordinary
0: moments. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I have a question about that, just in terms of the practice, because to hold up a spoon, for example, is if you, you, know, you hold it out and it's to get their attention, to get somebody's attention, to hold up a spoon to get somebody's attention, it feels gremlin to me. And I'm not saying that's good or bad or right or wrong. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is to do that kind of a move is a gremlin move. And so it would be really important to know the purpose. And so you said the purpose was to shift out of an ordinary space into an extraordinary or creation space, that's what you said. And it, can you give another example besides the spoon, the spoon one? Um, in particular, I, um, sometimes we give an exercise in Expand the Box or a lab and people, start just gazing into each other's eyes instead of talking and so it's an extraordinary space but then they end up not talking anymore and the whole the whole work of possibility management a lot of it is verbal it's using words to navigate extraordinary and archetypal spaces and so can you give an example of of using the, the shift of identity like you said another, a different example, where you use words instead of a spoon. Can you give an example of that?
5: Uh, Yeah. Uh, I'm doing some videos about my my business uh, to to get uh, in contact with people who, uh, who went to participating in, a in a workshop, uh, to, uh, toy craft, we, we call toy craft. I create what we, I create what I play like, uh, it's for children. And in, in some time I put a mask of, uh, uh, um, uh, I don't know in, in English. School. Oh, school. school. I'm mask of a school uh, uh, and I start to talk from the enemy place. And talk about uh, with jets of enemies and talk about uh, light and uh, shadow. And I use the words of the enemy to talk about light and shadow and invite the people to, to create with me. Thank you.
3: Thank you.
0: Thank you. I would, for for further practice with that, I would encourage you to use no props. A prop is an object, like in a theater piece or on an improvisational theater. Sometimes they, they use props. You know, they bring a book or a pen Or whatever and these are props but the kind of space shifting where you take responsibility has no props it's you don't depend on the spoon or something to distract people's attention but you actually you, you connect with them and then you speak open a sideways door in a space to go into a creation space or an extraordinary space but you do it without Without using any props, you know, any any objects. So I would encourage you to try that. No mask, you know, no no object. To really use, you have to be connected with everybody when you do that. And when you're connected with everybody, then you make your move with your words, and you can. Because uh, I knew a guy one time who was very good at improvisational stage work whatever, stand-up comedy. And so when he would go on stage, he would take a character and he would be this character with an accent and a life history that was disgusting. And he would become this interesting character, but his ordinary person was so boring that nobody liked him really. It was just, um, so we gave him the practice to change identity to this other character and move to los angeles he lived in arizona and move all the way to los angeles in california for a year and never changed character so even when he's alone in his apartment brushing his teeth you know eating his his rice and vegetables whatever he was stayed in that character and he, every time the phone rang he answered the phone it was that character it was all and then to not just do it as a as a on the stage or as an act. And that gave him this possibility of of using his being to shift space, using his character, his nature, his essential nature to shift space. So he he would use words, but the words came from his essential nature. So he he was navigating space from his being. And this is really great for us to think about because we this is possible for us to do because all around us many times in the day there are many invitations to go ordinary to have a low drama to have a conflict to be in survival to be scared to give our center away to you know there's so many invitations for that to to give our attention away our center away there's so many invitations but if you can navigate space from your being You don't even have to fight against those forces. You simply don't go there because you're going somewhere else. That's the point. You're not going against what's there. You're going somewhere else. You know, because usually we go, okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to give my sense away. I'm not going to give my authority away. I'm not going to have a low drama. We're fighting against it. But instead, you can navigate with your being and just go somewhere else. You don't even have to. Have to engage the invitation for the low drama, and so that's the direction I would in, I would hope that your practice could go. Is that useful, Marcelo?
5: Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Cool. Maybe, yeah. Please keep. Go ahead.
5: Mainly on the in the escoteiro. Do you know escoteiro in English? Uh, that,
6: uh, Boy Scouts.
5: Ah. Mm-hmm.
0: Escoteiro. Okay. Boy Scouts. Yeah
5: my my son is doing this and and i'm i choose to be on the with the children there and it's mm-hmm. a place with a lot of hierarchy and yes and
0: it's an army actually it's like the yeah. army
5: and i i want to to know how to be there and 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 change and some some place because it's important to my son be on the nature and this is a is the place that we have in the city to to mm-hmm. be uh, uh, do something in the nature, and I think this uh, I think this the, the, that you bring to me now, it's some energy that I can uh, bring there mm-hmm. with
0: me. Thank you. With my how friends. old is your son? How old is your son? S- seven, almost eight. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly the time where nature becomes important. The shift away from mother into nature. It's a, it's a shift. It's a big, important shift right then. It's too early for what I was going to propose to you. But in Scouts, after a while, you can make your own circle, your own patrol, however you want to call it, your own group. And so you can have your own, your neckerchief, the, the cloth around your neck. You give yourself a name, you have your own group. And he could be the um, space holder for one of the, a, a small group of five or six other boys. And then they focus on their specialty. And this is really a lot like possibilitator training, where they, they get to speci- focus on their specialty. And so his specialty right now is to connect with nature. And so you can make a circle inside the Boy Scout hierarchy. You make your circle down here, which is its own world, in its own world, and it is a name, you know, we're the nature lovers, we're the tree huggers, we're the bumblebees, we're the, bear, the bears, whatever. And you, you make it, and then, then people know, oh yeah, that's what they do. That little group, they're in the Boy Scouts and they do their specialty. So they go out and do their specialty. So you can keep that in mind in the next couple of years when he gets a little older. Thank you. Yeah, we, I got to do that in Boy Scouts, and it was fabulous. We got in trouble sometimes because we broke a lot of rules, but it was really great. I still remember that. Yes, <laughs> uh, you, you have to take me out to a cake and coffee, and then I can tell you those stories. I did not get arrested, though, not during that. Other times, yes, but not during that. <laughs> Okay, somebody else. Thank you, Marcelo. Thank you for telling us. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Marcelo.
5: Thank you,
0: Marcelo.
4: Okay, so I'll go next. Yesterday, I was holding space for a group, and we were practicing uh, with our energetic bodies, experiences, and Uh, in the, like in the morning, at the beginning of the process, I I started uh, a process with rage and they had no distinctions about it. So these people came from the, like from the context of like um, new age and like bad feelings, good feelings and bad vibes, good vibes and we just went to a, an experiment and it was the ha, no, yes, but I, I made a, a little shift on it and it was so amazing because they could feel the anger and at the, the end of the exercise, they, I asked them to, to talk through their anger and let the, their anger say what they are, and it was so beautiful because they connected like this with with the archetypal anger and I'm doing that a lot in in the spaces that i that I hold, like bringing these uh these new distinctions and possibilities of the new map of feelings and emotions and 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 making um, this bridge to connect to uh, this new possibility.
0: Giovanna, this is a different question. We're asking a different question. The question is, what are you practicing? What is your practice?
4: Like a personal practice.
0: Well, that's what I asked you to write down Mm -hmm. on the paper. Yeah, yeah, practice is very personal. Nobody can practice for you. Nobody can stop you from practicing. What are you practicing?
4: I'm practicing.
0: So, What did um, you write on your paper? What did you write? In yeah,
4: your paper? so I wrote some other things. The things that I'm practice, practicing. Like, um, I think smart that what I'm creating. It's not yeah, that's I'm, different.
0: Yeah, that's, that's
4: different. different. But I can, so you, I can. Yeah, I can. You, answer heard,
0: that. you heard what Marcelo said. You know, yeah. he's practicing to shift identity. Yeah. And that's a, that's difficult. For a guy like Marcelo, who has such a strong personal identity, it's a big practice for him to shift identity. So, and for Israel and, and, and Gabriela, both of them are practicing to speak from the unknown, and that is really different. For they both went to school and they both had teachers. They both were taught by modern culture to speak only from the known, from their mind. So, my question is: Then, what are you? What is your practice? What are you practicing?
4: Yeah, Um, I'm practicing um, being centered and unhookable when when I'm with my daughter, um, because she's seven now. And for me, it was very difficult to be centered. Many of the times I was entering into her drama when she started like to scream and cry i want this and i want that it was really difficult for me because i started to be angry angry at her and now i'm practicing being centered and being the adult there to hold space for her and and uh, i think we are evolving me and her
0: so when When you practice, it actually affects your whole life. So it's not just you turn it on when your daughter's there and you turn it off when she's not there. So are you also being centered and unhookable when you're in the shopping zone with all these cute guys and all these women who you're competing against, you know, because they're dressed better or they have more skin showing or they have a different makeup on and you're, you know, and you could be hooked by that. You know, can you be centered in unhook- unhookable in 24 hours a day? That's, that is a practice. Yeah. It just a few minutes with your daughter or a couple hours with your daughter. And then when she's not there, you go, ah, oh, I, I can stop practicing. So, what about that?
4: Yes. Yeah. Uh, I need to, to practice more in other spaces. Well, wait,
0: wait, wait. Yeah. Wait. If you say, I need to practice more. Then you would think that this is school. Yeah. You know, because there would be an assignment or there would be an authority. But there's no assignment and there's no authority. We are, this is like a group of wizards and sorceresses and witches and pirates. And we're coming together for this short time right now to share about our practices. That's all. When you say, Oh, I should, yeah, I should, I need to practice more. This is school bullshit, really bullshit. So you don't need to practice more.
3: Yeah.
0: It's all an all an opportunity. It's all an experiment. It is all open space. You know, you can do whatever you want for the rest of your life. We can so the point of in the possibilitator training is that we are practicing together. It's just how we become possibilitators. And possibilitators, we've learned from you know, what does it take to cr- create and manage possibility? It takes different practices than ordinary life. And so that's what I'm just, we're just having a check-in right now about the practices that you're using. And so it doesn't matter. You don't need to practice more. You should not practice more. This is school or parents or something like that. Okay. Okay.
4: Thank so you.
0: this is, this is an adventure. It's about being in a, on an adventure because you don't seem so enthusiastic about what you're discovering with your practices you know if if your daughter cannot hook you okay it's great what about those other women on the street what about the people trying to sell you more shoes you know what about people who tell you you don't have enough money we you you know you're not you don't have enough property you don't have enough apartment buildings i don't you know whatever the thing is that people are telling you you don't have enough of Can you stay unhookable with them also? That's the point. Can you be unhookable with Joanna Ribeiro? I mean, really. If you can be unhookable with Joanna, well, then that's something. That would be, that would be really something.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Are you are you doing, yeah, you're, you're welcome. Are you doing other practices, Giovanna, or is that just the one you thought of right now? Are you not really thinking about practices?
4: Yeah, it was the the first one that came up to me when I thought about it. So.
0: So you don't it, really think about practicing.
3: Um.
4: Yeah. Yes and no. Yes, because I I um I'm like. Um. This thing about being unhookable and and. Um. And being an, an adult, it's like it's my main practice in, in all the relationships that I have in these spaces that I'm holding and with clients. So I I'm practicing these almost every minute that I'm, I'm that I'm that I'm awake. And I'm I'm really committed to that, to what places that I I'm still can't and trying to, to to catch myself where I'm, I'm being a child. Where my mm-hmm. grumbling is coming up, so I'm. I feel that I'm practicing being awake to what part is talking and and what's going on with me, really.
0: Thank you. <clears throat> I want to mention that something I I just discovered in some conversations with anne Chloe is that in my life, I have taken some practices and just I practice them to the level of absurd mastery, like a, a level of like almost neurotic w- effectiveness, Ab- an abs- absurd level of effectiveness with a, one practice. And I could tell you many stories, but one practice is I, I practiced going in sewers. Sewers are the tubes under the street when the rain comes and the water goes off the street into the tube under the street. I w- my practice was to go in every single one that I found. And so I found them in San Diego, in Los Angeles, in San Francisco, in Santa Barbara, Santa Rosa, all these cities in California where I lived, every place I lived, I would go in the sewers it was a practice and I learned so much and it was it was it was very I was very effective I could go in sewers and nobody knew they they couldn't even see me they could not see me go into the sewers another what practice happens? I had
2: What is sewers
0: Sewer is the tube it's a large <laughs> it's a cement pipe under the street where the water goes from the street the water in the street goes under the street, into these pipes, big pipes. They're made from metal or cement or whatever. And you can go in them. So I would just go in them everywhere. Uh, so
4: just a second. Juliana, can you translate? Because I, I didn't get it. He's talking about esgoto. He's talking about esgoto. esgoto. OK, thank
0: To the absurd level of effectiveness. I used to make bombs, and they were not the kind of bombs for blowing things up. They were the kind of bombs that would make a loud sound. It was like for for 4th of July, that kind of thing. So I I practiced making bombs, and we had a bomb-making contest, my friend and I. In San Diego, we went out to the desert, and we brought our bomb collection, and we each made bombs, and we had a contest. Who could make the loudest bomb? So he blew one up and boom, you know, and then I blew one up, boom, and then he blew one up and went, boom, and then I blew one up and went, boom, and then he made one and it was like, boom, and then I made one up. And by then we couldn't even hear anymore because we didn't tell whose bomb was the biggest anymore because it was so loud. So I can make bombs that blow up really loud. Okay, have I used that in my life? Well, not very often lately. but. It's something that I love to do. And I, I practice to a, a strange level of effectiveness. And I know I, any place I am, I can make a bomb that will so loud, you will, you will turn your head and look and think something really bad is happening. I mean, these are weird examples. I mean, but I can go on and on. You know, I sewed, I sewed my own shoes out of old tires. And you can take a tire and you, from a car, the rubber from a car, and you can cut it a certain way, and then you have the bottom of a shoe, but you also have these side things that fold up, and you can wrap a piece of leather around, and it's it's a shoe, and I can make those, and they, you can walk for forty thousand kilometers in one of those shoes before it wears out, and it's free, and so, I I don't ever have to buy another pair of shoes again ever, and so. Like there's this absurd level of effectiveness that you can practice with being unhookable. It is amazing to have an absurd and effective level of skill being unhookable or, or to be able to go nonlinear or to, to speak from the unknown or on and on and on. But, but it isn't to just practice a little bit. It isn't to barely enough. It isn't isn't like that. It isn't to just so make you have a better life. It is. You become this expert, a specialist in these weird practice skills that have to do with holding and navigating and transforming space, that you can practice that to an absurd level of effectiveness. And it gives you options to choose from that other people never have. They don't even know what you're even thinking about or doing. They don't know what you're practicing. And you can just keep going. So that's the kind of practice that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, you know, oh, God, it's like, oh, I have to practice my, I don't know, brushing my teeth or I don't know, my flute lessons or I don't know, my mom says I should play the flute. So I'm going to practice my flute lessons or I have to go to school and, you know, do the dance class. Oh, my God, I have to whatever, you know, it isn't that. And, you know, if you, it's incredible, if you never went to Cirque du Soleil, did anybody ever go to Cirque du Soleil? Anybody ever go there? Okay, Joanna, you went there too? No, okay, so half of us, you should, the rest of you should go, and you should go and sit in the front row. You don't sit in the back, because then it looks kind of like a television show. So I've been to Cirque du Soleil twice, and I sit, sit in the very first row, and it's so incredible to see this guy who, who's riding a bicycle with an absurd, like an absolutely fanatical level of effectiveness, that he can just ride the bicycle and stop without putting his foot down. And he's not going like this or like this, he's just... <clears throat> And he just looks over and he just looks at me and smiles a little bit because he's so good at this. It's just incredible. And another time there was this midget lady from Slovakia or someplace, and she was doing these flips and the ropes. You know, and this this the dust from her hands. You know, the chalk from her hands is falling to the top of my head because I'm right. You know, because she's right directly above, and she slides down this rope and goes and goes. <clears throat> with this pile of smoke, this dust comes up, the chalk dust, and then she just looks over at me and smiles. I mean, it's like, she really did the thing. There's no safety belt. There's no, you know, ropes holding her up. She could really do this stuff. Okay, well, okay. So, you know, she can do it for some years, and then she'll get too old, and then she'll have to think of something else to do besides hang from the ropes in Cirque du Soleil. Right? The guy, you know, what could you know, he can ride his bicycle. Okay, but so what? How's his relationship? How well can he communicate? How vulnerable can he be? How what kind of space can he hold for for transformation or for healing? So these are different kinds of skills. And those are the kinds of skills that I'm talking about practicing. So Giovanna, thank you for. Yeah. Mateo, go ahead. Here's a movie. I recommend, I have a proposal for
7: you <laughs> I'm all ears what is it it's called prestige it, it's prestige ah it's one of the first of uh, Christopher Nolan okay for me it's a reference about what Clinton just mentioned about practicing space holding and it's a masterpiece about this
0: and I, I propose you read, you, you watch this movie. I and accept your proposal. It to and group. what? Report it. to the group.
1: Ah. Yeah. Also, also Wishplash, it's amazing movie of uh, music, and the, the guy goes crazy in this way of effectiveness. effectiveness.
0: What's the name of that one?
1: Wishplash. I think it's Wishplash.
0: Wish we yes. Yeah. with Yeah.
1: Whiplash. So
0: did well, you guys well, hear the other part of Mateusz's proposal? Mateusz, can you say the last part of your proposal again? To watch and report to the group. So do you guys accept? Does anybody accept I up, his proposal? I accept the proposal. Yeah.
2: Yes. I, I accept the proposal and I ask it about the name again because I didn't could write it's
4: priest priestship.
7: Oh, ah,
4: Do you know the, the name in Portuguese? I
7: I that O grande truque. O grande truque. Ah, I, can, ah, já vi. I can send the, yes. the reference to the
4: Telegram group later. Okay, thank
7: you. Thank you.
1: One thing that I want I want to share is that when Clinton asked it for the what are the the like this this experiments that you are you doing was like okay I'm doing a lot of experiments but I don't I have like it. I did not you know,
0: ask what experiment you're doing.
1: Oh practices, what practices it's very are very
0: different. It's very yes.
1: Different. Okay yeah. So what practices are you doing? Then I say okay I have a lot of practices that I'm doing but but I don't have that they're like, set it up. So these are the practice that I'm doing now. And when I, I look at this, I say, oh my God, what a, a loss that I'm having for them having their, their clear, because I'm like having their clear close to me, like in the, I don't know, in a paper in my, in my pants pe- in my, in my, uh, or in a paper in my, yeah, in my clothes, then it's like, hey, you forgot you're practicing this come on, you can go because being centered, being uh, split attention to be centered, I speak from the unknown can be done so much more times than making videos or holding space. And if I have this clear, close to me, to me, remember continuously. So then, yeah, then it's, it, it's really more easy the way to practice in the in the in this crazy level, because like I'm the buzz and then I see this paper and oh, okay. Or I have the, in the front page of my cell phone. So. I, I'm not doing nothing. And I take my cell phone and then I say, hey, practice this four things. And okay, now I have something to do, I will practice the four things. So yeah, I was like a pressure say this this possibility.
0: So so here's the thing: if you are practicing a specific set of two or three practices and they are clear and close to you, then your life is extraordinary because. You're not just living your life, you have a, a parallel game world going on, a parallel game world that just like Brownie is doing right now, Brownie's back there with a parallel game world going, oh man, I'm sorry i I disturbed the space. He was in this meditation space, doing dog meditation, holding dog, perfect dog, parallel space. Now so your life has a parallel game going on. and so, other people don't know what you're doing. And you're, let's say that you're, you're going to, your practice is to wait five seconds before you say anything. So you're just practicing, and during those five seconds, you love yourself for five seconds before you say anything. So somebody says something to you, would you, would you please pass the salt? And you just sit there with this total enjoyment of loving yourself for five seconds. And then you say, yes, here's the salt. And so you know you're doing this, and nobody else knows what you're doing, but you have this amazing time going on because you have a parallel world. It makes your life extraordinary, it makes it special. And uh, if you think about it, if you think about it, let's say you have just one other practice going on. Then here's your life in the ordinary world, and you're talking to people or you're doing things, and And that's what's happening in the ordinary world. But if at the same time, you are paying attention to your attention or you're noticing what you're noticing or you're being unhookable or you are being a yes, or whatever it is you're doing in parallel, you have one life in the ordinary world plus one life in the extraordinary world, you get two lives. You are living twice as long as other people. You're doing life extension. You, you, get to ha- you get to live twice as much as, as a, you would if you were just doing an ordinary life. Are you guys getting this? So if you're doing, if you're doing your ordinary life and you have two practices, so you're staying unhookable and you're making nonlinear proposal, like you're answering each question with five answers, five different answers. So you're being unhookable and you're answering everything with five answers and you have your ordinary life, then you are living three times as much. You have you have three lives going on at the same time. So this is, it's extraordinary, it's, it's, it's fantastic. And it's incredible, you know, this could be what school was about, but it was not. This could be, so, but this could be, this is what possibilitator training is about. Yeah. This is what it's about. It's about getting to the place where you're practicing so that you're three times as alive as you would be if you were living just an ordinary life. So that's what we're talking about. That's what these practices are for. It isn't school. It isn't. Oh yeah, I should practice more. You know, I should. I should. You know, I have to practice. More. You know, it's a good idea. It would be a really good idea if I practice. Has nothing to do with that. This is this opportunity to play full out in ways that you maybe never thought of before and then you do it by practicing at parallel life at the same time. So did you guys get this? I mean, yes. Okay. All right. Very cool. Who would like to share about their practice? Somebody else?
6: Um, yeah, I, I want to share something
0: that... So wait, 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 wait. There's another practice you might want to try. It has to do with the zombie induction word that comes from America. There's a zombie induction word. It comes from America and the word is, um, and you just used it, Juliana. In this space, you brought in a zombie induction word. So have you ever seen an American person speak and how often they say, um, um, did you ever see that? It's, so every time they say, um, they are confirming zombieism in this space. So you might want to think about the practice of never starting a sentence with the word um, and you might be surprised how alive your life becomes when um is you just go, God, I don't, I do not want to have a zombie conversation. I'm going to have a possibilitator conversation. Possibilitator conversations do not begin with the word um. That is a, an American zombie induction, zombie creation word. It puts people to sleep. So that's just a proposal. You can just consider that as a proposal.
1: Yeah, making a translation for Portuguese, what I discovered in Portuguese is that the most people use eh, like eh, uh, in between, instead of m. Um.
6: What I've been practicing is catching the the purpose of my my gremlin and the interactions. So I've been pointed out that uh, well, I already know that my gremlin has this main strategy of cutting connection. And since I received a more precise feedback about that, I've been noticing that I've been noticing sometimes in the middle of conversations that I'm already hooked or already in low drama. And, and I mean, practicing, noticing that and shifting. Because when my grandmother does, especially when I catch it, it, she really hates it and she really like holds on, like it's not gonna, it's not gonna change me. And when I shift the conversation to, to something else, like expressing what I'm really feeling, what I'm really afraid of, for example, or like recently with my dad, like I noticed that I'm trying to tell him what to do instead of listening what he is telling me. So then I stopped and I shift and I start just completing communication with with my dad and it was incredible. So yeah, I've been catching this and shifting to Whatever comes up in the moment, it's like I'm gonna shift this conversation to, into something else.
0: Wow, thank, thank you. you. That's really an amazing story about your dad too. It's really an amazing story.
3: Thank you.
6: Yeah, it and yeah, and I want to show how how beautiful it was. He's a 80 years old man, and he's just angry about things, and I was. And I spent my whole life telling him, you should do that, you should do that, and you should do that. And, and this time, he just listened and pro- I just listened and completed And for the first time with someone dead crying and really expressing. So, yeah.
7: Wow. Wow. Wow, nice
0: completion loops. Wow. Do you, so, the same thing with Giovanna. It is can are you can you practice completion loops kind of everywhere? You know, the same thing. It isn't just when you're with your dad or like you no know, Giovanna is just with her daughter or something. It's like, okay, this is a practice. This practice, I don't turn it off when I'm in a different space. I practice in each space. But I think you will learn amazing things by doing. your practices in spaces that you do not think you need to practice in. I've learned so much. Like I started a practice. I used to, I used to live my life chasing the clock. I used to, my appointment is at nine o'clock in the morning and I would get there at 10 minutes, you know, 10 seconds before nine. And I'd get there just, just there. So I'm running after the clock to get to my appointment at nine o'clock. And then about, God, I don't know, 20 years ago, I figured out that I was a victim. I was, I was a victim of time. And I decided to change my relationship to time. I decided to be a time maker. And so what I did then was one of my practices was to arrive 10 minutes early everywhere. 10 minutes, not just one minute or three minutes or five, 10 whole minutes early. So it was sometimes 11 or 12 minutes early also, but at least 10 minutes early. So I would, sh- I would sit down in spaces that were not ready for me yet, because they were all chasing the clock on their side, and I'm there already. And they come into the space, and it's a mess. And I, like, as a business consultant, I would see exactly what was going on in their company. I would see exactly what messes were going on in their relationship. I would see exactly how their team did not work i was sitting there when they came in and tried to sit up and i was already there i learned so much about what's really going on by this practice of showing up 10 minutes early everywhere like everywhere it didn't matter who my girlfriend would are the, the haircut place the dentist office it didn't matter i was always at least 10 minutes early and so so the, that practice is to do your practices even when it's not a space where you think you need to practice that. Really practice, just practice the thing regardless of what's happening. It's an astonishing discovery. People expect you to be adaptive about where you practice. Well, fuck that. You know, I'm gonna practice where I practice. I'm not gonna practice where you think I should practice. So, and it just blows you away what you, how much you can learn about that. So I would encourage you to try that.
3: Yeah, thank you.
8: I'm practicing not turn off the space holding to be a space holder, uh, especially for my son, but everywhere. And what I noticed is when my, my fear started to, to raise, and I become more like uh, seeing where is a, a rescuer or to, to, go, to want to go out um from responsibility of that thing i noticed already that i am i'm not being a space holder anymore and yeah for me it is it has been very difficult because I, i i know the spaces that i i can prepare and be a be a space holder i become i i i'm here 10 minutes before, you know, like, like today, I was a space holder. I prepare everything. I have these responsibilities. But every day, 24 hours a day, my box just,
0: yeah. I, I... Can, let me ask you a question about that. Can yes. I ask you? I know Brownie doesn't want you to learn this, but if you could ask Brownie to give you a chance to learn this. What you just told me is that you are using your own personal energy to hold space. You're using jo- Joanna Ribeiro's energy to to hold the space, and then and then and you do it here and you do it there and you do it everywhere, and then you get exhausted because you're you're forcing it. You must. You in English, you would say you are muscling it. It is like if you're really strong, then you, when you're carrying these books, you, you don't just hold them with the amount of energy it takes. You you hold it like this. You're, you're holding it like with everything you have all the time because you're holding this the space. With and then you you just get exhausted because you're using up your your batteries. We have these deep batteries and you use them up. So. There's, a, there's ways to practice charging up your deep batteries, but if you're using your energy to hold space, you will get exhausted. So I do not use my energy to hold space. I use the energy of my bright principles. They hold the space. The energy of my bright principles holds the space. The energy of my archetypal lineage holds the space. The energy of echo, you know, the Earth Coincidence Control Office is holding the space. They're so I, There are these archetypal forces, you know, the warrioress in you, the sorceress in you, the lover in you, the communicator, you know, and, this, and the magician and the, the, the you know, the, the, these archetypal energies that you turn on through stellating, those hold space. It's not your energy then. So that would be a whole different way to go through the world is not using your own personal human it's monkey it's called monkey energy you know or gorilla energy we're just mostly naked monkeys you know and so naked ape and so if we use our monkey energy we will get exhausted but we are designed after the archetypal so you can use archetypal energies to do things like hold space or go nonlinear, or to to, you know, like Israel and Gabriela are doing, speaking from the unknown, they're using the energy of the unknown. It's not their energy. It's, you know, they, they get more energy after doing this because the unknown goes through and gives them energy. So the same with your bright principles, they will give you energy while they're holding space. They will give you, you know, 10% of the energy that they're using. They will give it to you just because you're there for, in holding the space with them, you know, letting, and when they, when the bright principles hold space through you, they give you 10%. So this is because we're designed in the archetypal and they just give us 10% for, for being there. So, but if you're blocking it because, oh God, I'm Joanna, I have to hold this space. It's my space. So I'm going to hold this space. Then the Joanna energy gets used up. And the bright principles can't really come through anymore because you're not being a space through which your bright principles can hold this space for you. So that's what you told us, was that you're using your own energy. So you might want to try that. Let You just talk to your bright principles. You talk to them. Say, okay, you know, integrity, clarity, possibility, love, initiation, high-level fun. Here's the space. This is a workspace. Go ahead. You say, now, okay, go ahead. You know, and it's not like, okay, I'm going to hold this space now. As you go, wow, you back out a little bit and let the principles come through and go ahead, you know, and it's not your, it's not your job. You don't have to, you don't have to really muscle in it. Cool.
8: Yes, thank you.
0: You're welcome. Are you, Joanna, did you want to mention another of your practices or was that the one you're mostly doing?
8: I, I, I noticed that uh, I was it was not a practice it was a exp- experiment that I I started with Juliana and it, it doesn't work because it was not a practice it was just an experiment and it was the small now uh, we, we, I started one experiment that didn't work I just uh, there, it was like give me giving me half an hour, every day, time for myself and it doesn't work and I just abandoned and then Juliana and I decided to start a new one it was like 10 minutes small amount and what I noticed was that I I decided to do something that I already knew that I did before and it was like safe for my box yeah so if it is not all day long like the small mouse, just experimenting in my boxes like putting things that it's safe for, for the
0: box yeah I don't know if you can hear me but the thing about the batteries I said your deep batteries you know when you use up your energy you use up your batteries go down. And if you do things that you have done before, it uses up your batteries. But if you do things that you never did before, it charges up your batteries. And so there's a, you can start to find the things that charge up your batteries. And it's surprising, like you go to the restaurant and you order something else, or you go to a different restaurant, or you cook, you cook a, a new recipe, or you you go to the grocery store and you just don't go to one section where you always go. You go to this other part of you buy a different brands. Or you, or you talk to the people that you would never talk to. You know, you scan the people in the grocery store and you go, I would never talk to this person. You walk right up to them and say, Hello. I'm I want to ask you a question because I would normally never talk to you. And I'm practicing to charge up my deep batteries by talking to you. And I don't know. Can you tell me why I should talk to you? And just like that. Just ask them questions. Israel, are you going to say something?
1: Yes, that I was going to write my newsletter today and I was like, I don't want to write the newsletter because I will write for two months and a lot of texts. And then when I started, I say, I will write like it's a book. I will write in a completely different way than I ever write it. And then I start doing and pass the time. And I was, no, I want to do more. It's amazing. It <laughs> was like filling up my battery for doing something completely different and nonlinear.
0: <laughs> I'm holding up this because you told this story in the Israel way of being ecstatic about laughing at your own jokes. Mm-hmm. So you ate the space. It was a great story, but you ate it. It was like making a birthday cake for somebody and then you eat it instead of giving it to them. So mm-hmm. I'm holding up the purple card because I said I was going to hold space for you not doing the Israel thing. So you get, you get what I'm saying? But can you yes. tell a few sentences of that story without doing the Israel thing?
1: Yes, thank you. So I got to write my newsletter and I was without energy to doing because I every time did and yeah, I don't want to write a lot of things. And when I step in, in front of the computer, came like this, I will try something new. I, I was boring with the idea of doing the same thing that I did before, of course. So then I will try something new. And I start writing like was a book and description in a completely nonlinear way. And then Smiling
0: too much, smiling too much.
1: Yeah. That's too and much then smile. Yeah, thank you. And then this fill up all my energy and I finish wanting keep going, wanting to do more. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Mateusz, what about you? I thank you for
7: bringing the subject to the group. I I feel joy to have a extraordinary conversation about practicing. I have been researching a lot of the power, the creation of what I do every day, what I do in the morning, what I try, if I take a cold cold water, cold bath, cold shower instead of a hot one, what happens to my day. And what is my big, my most extraordinary one, is to feel the pain of being in connection. Actually to be, like to feel the pain of how much attention I have and I give to João or Joana, or my mother that is visiting us, or and I started to do that almost more than one year ago when I started, when I stopped drinking, I stopped drink, and I started to feel a lot of pain of being in places with my family, instead of just just be and be relaxed. I started to feel that I used to drink. To not feel few how much energy I used to be in connection with people. Wow. And I am now more than a year passed without drinking, and I decided that I, I want to do an ex, another experiment. <laughs> I have a five times uh, pass to drink in a year. And I'm, I'm feeling using my fear and feeling when I want to use those moments. And what would happen if I can spoil the, the connection, if I if, if make different, what it would work if I drink, when I'm, if, I, if I show up drunk here, what would happen? And, I, and, I'm, and I'm scared to do that. I haven't used one of the five yet. Started June 30, twenty the twenty third, and I I'm feeling scared of you doing this once so here. Yeah, this is the this is the to, to feel the pain of
0: being connection. Mm-hmm. Thank you. There's I'm not sh- you know you're a genius, and you're sensitive, Mateos, and. There are so many possible experiments you, you can do that open up new spaces. And so I don't know, you might wanna trust the fact that you did not use any of those five opportunities to put it on the back burner, you know what I mean? And just start engaging in other kinds of really soul nurturing intimacy nurturing discovery journeys that that also have pain with them that you could not do because the door would open for an experiment you start feeling fear you start feeling anger and then you drink and then the door closes you don't find the door again and so this means a door opens for an experiment and you feel the fear and you use the fear and to try the new experiment. So, you know, I could, we could list a hundred of them, you know, new experiments for you that I don't know if you ever went spelunking. Do you know what spelunking is? No. It's it's, uh, going in caves with rope and a light and you climb on rocks, but in caves. Ah, yeah. Did you do that before? No. Okay. I mean, there's, did you, have you, I don't know how often you go uh, to the naked beaches. Do you ever go to the naked beach? I haven't gone yet. Yeah, so that would be another another experiment. So we could list a hundred of these experiments that, you know, you could not go through if you're drinking, because the drinking would shut the door. It would, but you the, the only way you can go through the door is by feeling the pain like you have been doing, feeling the pain of connection. Well there's so many doors you can go through by feeling the pain. So we're we're out of time right now, but you can get your team and they can come up with a hundred of those other experiments besides you know drinking again and see what happens. So I would I would encourage you to think about that. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you for your story. It's really touching me. Thank you. Thank you for all for your stories. I really appreciate this conversation that we got to have together. I And uh, the parallel life thing, I hope you really experiment with that because it's so fantastic. And just thank you so much for inviting me here to the conversation. I would like to share the recording so if you could also... Put it online so we can all see it. That would be wonderful. And if there's nothing else right now, I, I would go. Thank you, Clinton. Thank you. Thank, thank,
2: you. thank you. Thank
0: you, team. Thank You're you, welcome. Thank you, Okay. Thank you. I'll see you later then. See you. Bye. 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 Bye.